Wake up, San Francisco. <laughs> and every other town in quarantine. <laughs> Name that reference. Um, I don't know. Everywhere yeah. you look, everywhere there's uh, a bait or heart. Something. Not even the right words. <laughs> <laughs> it's all right. Nailed the intro. We're golden. Hey, welcome back to the Cody CrossFit uh, Fitness Quarantine fitness at Home Edition podcast. I'm really enjoying these. Uh, not really. I'd much rather be together. But here we are. You know what? This is for the people. This should. Yeah, this is our last time to do it like this. Hopefully. And yeah, unless we're unless we're back. As far as we know, this should be the last time. Unless as as Mississippi tanks. I, I love everybody's like pseudo confident uh, post quarantine predictions. Like this is the last time, and then they record another one. Yeah, yeah this remember, is definitely the last time. Remember that. Remember, remember that pandemic we had, and we ended it. We did that before. All right. Anyway, I just wanted to delete the memory. The whole thing. My gosh. I was at home yesterday, as I am every day, thinking this is going to be the most bizarre thing to look back on ever. Yeah. We are literally in the history books for our grandkids' education. Yeah. We need one of those men in black flash flash things that you just look into the red light and then just erase <laughs> the last two months from memory. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we all took the wrong pill for sure. So uh, related, we're actually, I'm, I'm uh, very thankful, pretty excited that we're getting together to do this because you have, Hunter, helpful and hopeful information at the same time about the reopening of the machine that is Coyote Fitness. Yes, very helpful and very hopeful for sure. Um, we are very hopeful that we're going to be able to open here in, in a little over a week. Um, is it before this episode comes out? No, this will be after this episode. Okay. Um, awesome. So do you, when you say with, within a week, do you have like a projected date? So May, uh, hold on. The 4th be with you. May 11th, yeah. No. The 4th be with you. <laughs> right now, May 11th is what we're shooting for. That's what we've been telling our members. Um, obviously, this is going to depend on the governor and you know the, the mayors of the different cities that our gyms are located in. Um, so let's let's stop and clarify that just a little bit because all businesses are are acting a little bit differently. Some businesses are saying we're going to pay attention to the government. Other businesses are saying, well, the government opened the door a little bit with their wording. So you mm-hmm. guys are holding pretty tightly to what the governor says and following those procedures. Yeah, we're not going to open up um, illegally or before we're allowed to. Um, I have seen a lot, a lot of businesses that are starting to do that. And some, some gyms are saying they're going to open no matter what. Um, and they're willing to go to court for it. Um, we're not going to do that. We're, we're going to wait until we can open. Uh, but as soon as we can open, we'll be open. Uh, we've been that shows really, good faith in your people though. I think. Like, yeah, definitely. And you know, we don't, you know, we don't want to, you know, like, like we've talked about when we look back at this with a, you know, overhead view, um, this is a very small blip in a, uh, you know, in a lifetime. And so we don't want to jump the gun and do something that's going to you know, really have a negative impact on us in the long term. So we will wait until we can open, but as soon as we can, we will, you know, we've been doing a lot of work um, to get things ready. We've renovated two of our locations, uh, you know, pretty substantially. Um, so we're really excited about everybody getting back into the gym and, and being able to see what we've been working hard on. Um, but, 
you know, we are just going to wait for the go ahead. Uh, as of now, it looks like the, uh, the at home order will be lifted next week. Um, we're just going to have to wait and see if gyms are allowed to open in that first wave of openings. I'm hoping they will. Um, we have, you know, we've got some procedures and policies, uh, in place that we're going to, uh, we'll talk about today and what we're planning on doing to try to keep everybody safe and healthy, um, as they come into the gym. But yeah, that's, uh, we're are hopefully optimistic that, um, we will be open, um, in a little over a week, which would be about two months of almost two months of being closed. So one thing we need to clarify, cause uh, I mean, everybody's eager to get back, get back to that normal rhythm. Um, and I think it helps our, our listeners, our community to hear you guys as a staff are even more eager to open <laughs> than they oh, yeah. are to be, to be back. So any delay or um, caution that you have is taking a lot of discipline on y'all's part to not just open the doors and say, whatever, we're through with this. Right. Oh yeah, absolutely. I mean, we're, you know, this has been a really hard time for all of us. We're very anxious to get open and get everybody back in the gym. Um, and we're going to do everything we can to get it done as soon as possible. But like I said, we're not going to, you know, go outside the rules and the guidelines that the government gives us. Uh, but yeah, I mean, there's, there's nothing that we want more at this point than to be able to open back up and get people working out in the gym. And I completely understand everybody is, you know, tired of working out at home, tired of renting equipment. You know, we don't have yeah. enough equipment for everybody to be able to bring equipment home. So some people haven't been able to get the stuff that they want to. And we completely understand that. Um, but yeah, like you said, I promise you, nobody wants to open more, you know, sooner than we do. We are ready to go. Um, it, it's just, it's, it's one of those things that, you know, we have to wait for the okay from the government, but as soon as we get it, we'll be, we'll be open for business. Awesome. So let's, let's backtrack just a little bit. And you mentioned this, this equipment rental. So there, there are tons of ways that you're going to help um, the constituents get back in, get to their regular workout routine. There's ways that we probably need to help because many of us has, have come in there, signed out equipment and all that. Have you guys thought through how we need to be proactive in bringing that stuff back? Yeah, we're going to, uh, I'm going to send a, you know, email out at the beginning of the next week talking about that. Um, but as soon as we get to go ahead, um, we'll ask that people bring their equipment. We've already put, uh, the equipment back in the, in the gym where it goes that we have there. So when people bring their equipment back, all we're asking is that they clean it pretty thoroughly and we'll have cleaning supplies there and just put it back where it goes. Um, so that, you know, if we get a big pile of stuff in the middle, that's going to be hours of us getting it back to get to where it needs to go. So if, if you have equipment, bring it back. Um, don't make us track you down because <laughs> we got a, a sign out list of everybody who, who's gotten stuff, but you know, just getting everything back by the, by the weekend. And, you know, we plan on being up there over the weekend anyways and getting everything ready to open up. But the more um, stuff we can get back um, in place and cleaned um, as it's brought in, the less work it's going to be for us. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. So it's, it's just a standard procedure. Like when you're finished with a workout, unless you're a few people involved with the Coyote Fitness <laughs> family, right. yeah. you put everything back where you got it, right? So yeah, um, yeah and you're, you're cleaning it for the next guy. And mm -hmm. really that's starting to build a habit for probably something that's going to be in yeah. place when, when we all get back. Yeah, this is, you know, this is going to change how things are done, you know, permanently. And there's a lot of aspects that we we want to make sure that things are tightened up. And one is making sure you know, stuff is getting cleaned every single time it's getting used. You know, that's just being respectful of the person that's going to use it after you saying, Hey, um, I don't know, 
you know, what germs I have or whatever the case may be, but I'm going to clean everything off this bar and get it good as new um, and leave it like I found it. Um, and so that's one thing that we're going to really encourage uh, people to do is to clean um, their equipment and put it back um, every single day long after this is over with. So what you're saying is your Lysol white budget has quintupled. That's right. Yeah. Well, it's, <laughs> so a funny story. I, uh, Chris found a place um, that, that sold uh, disinfectant stuff um, in bulk. And so he placed an order. I went to pick it up and I uh, had to go through like some get buzzed in through this gate and go up this gravel road. And it, it was like <laughs> straight from the <laughs> 1980s inside there. It was like wood, all wood panels on the inside. I felt like uh, – I was uh, Walter White going to pick up some supplies for the uh, for the next <laughs> book, but uh, but we got big buckets um, for each gym, so we should be good for a while. Um, and we'll just have to be buying in bulk instead of buying small small pieces. So we yeah we've got that figured out. But even before uh, everything closed down, there were Lysol wipe shelves that were installed, and mm -hmm. that's something we should say. I mean, if you look at the the rules that have been hanging on the wall since the, the Coyote Fitness opened, if you sweat on it, wipe it down. I mean, that's, that's right. That's or bleed. Or yeah, bleed, yeah, or cry. Bleed or cry. Yeah. 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 See moisture. <laughs> oh, disgusting word. <laughs> So, um, but yeah, we're generally, we're a very clean uh, group of people anyway. So it shouldn't be that difficult for us to go the extra mile. And, um, you know, you just got to be thinking that what I want the guy to do before I picked up this wall ball, that's what I'm going to do when I put it back in the right. Exactly. That's a good way to look at it. Yeah. yeah and, well, and, and this will help, you know, going forward, like uh, we know how when the flu, flu season comes around and it just runs rampant in schools. And, you know, it's because kids are, you know, they're, they don't have good hygiene habits yet. And so they're not washing their hands and all that type of stuff. So if, if we can help people develop better hygiene habits of cleaning things after themselves, having the Lysol stuff around so that people, it's not fresh on their mind, washing their hands more frequently, it's going to help, you know, keep some people from getting the flu um, it, when flu season comes around or next time there's another virus or something going around, it's going to help. Um, keep that uh, from spreading so rapidly um, through the gym. So uh, I think it'll, it'll, it'll be a good thing down the road just to be able to have that stuff um, and implement it going forward. So what, yeah, what is the, the process if, or Ben, you can go ahead if you had something pertaining to that before. I... No, I think we were about to ask the exact same thing. Oh, okay. So what, what does the process look like, like uh, class wise once it opens up, like what can so, people expect? So when we open, uh, we've made some changes. Um, Based off the guidelines that President Trump put out, it seemed like uh, phase one, gyms will be allowed to open, but no more than uh, 10 people. So what we're going to do is we're going to cap our class sizes to 10. Um, we've already laid out uh, squares in the gym with tape. Um, and we're going to – so, number one, we, people will have to register for class in advance. Um, Where do they do that at? Um, on the Zen Planner app. So uh, if you if you're a member, you'll have a, a membership and uh, you can get on Zen Planner app. And uh, if you if you've already done it, you know how to do it. Just log in and register for class. But if you've never set it up, you have an account. All you have to do is type in your email address and hit forgot password and it'll send you a new password. Then you can log in. Then you go um, to the class that you want to register for you're only going to be able to register 24 hours in advance. So um, you can't go ahead and register for the same class a, a month straight. So yes, 24 hours in advance. Yeah. I, there's people that would do that for sure. Um, 
So 24 hours in advance and you can register your spot. We'll cap it at 10. We'll also have a waiting list in case some people back out. Um, but you know, with all of this, if we start filling up all our classes, we're going to add more class time. So we don't want to get to the point where we just run out of capacity. But, you know, in Madison, we have <clears throat> nine classes a day. So that accommodates 90 people to be able to work out. I don't imagine that people will be coming in on a daily basis. The most we've, you know, we, on our busiest days ever, we have like 100, 110, 120. Um, and I, I'm sure some people will be um, a little bit more hesitant to get back in the gym. So hopefully we'll be able to um, make sure everybody can uh, get in. And, you know, especially if a lot of people are still, um, not working or working from home, they might have a little bit more flexible schedule. So um, we'll have people register for class. Okay, let's stop there and break down. There are three three type of people inside of our ecosystem. Mm-hmm. There are the people, who, and we, we won't use any names here because uh, we want to retain our listener base. But there are people who will get on and they'll be like every 24 hours at the same time, they'll register for the class, right? Mm-hmm. Then there are people who will like get on and try to register for the class. And like, oh my gosh, it's full. Well, I'll, I'll just adjust. I'm usually a noon person, but I'll go at 3.30. Then there'll be the people who get on to register, can't find a spot, and then just show up anyway. Yeah. And like dare somebody to say, hey, man, we're full. Right. So what we're going to ask is that everybody try their best to be that first person who's like, I'm doing this with some regularity, using it as a way to build in some discipline to make sure you're showing up when you say that you're going to at the gym. And don't mm-hmm. be the person who walks in past those uh, doors inside of whatever location and say, all right, I'm going to make this coach tell me I can't be number 11. That's going to be a pretty awkward situation. Well, and you're not, you know, there's 10 spots on the floor, so (laughs) there's not going to be another spot for you to be able to work out. You'll stick out like a sore thumb. Yeah. Oh, you know, somebody would go outside onto (laughs) the sidewalk and be like, open the door so I can listen in, you know? Yeah. I know it's different than what you're used to, but I mean, it's not, this isn't something like, unique to us like lots of other gyms do it lots of other franchises and stuff you have to register for class every single time um so this will just be something that's going to help the coaches know too in advance who's coming to class how many people are going to be there they can plan ahead a little bit more so it's going to be a lot more efficient so yeah yeah it's going to take obviously it's going to take a little while for people to get used to it but i mean we do so many things with our smartphone what's what's two seconds to get on an app and register your class it's not that big of a deal so, um, so we'll do that. And then once you get into class, uh, like I said, we'll have, uh, stations taped off on the floor. Each station is going to have all the equipment you need for your, your class. So all you're going to have to do is go into your, to your spot. You won't have to go and get equipment or anything like that. It's all going to be there for you. So there's going to be no need for you to, um, walk around the gym. You can just walk in and get to your spot and you'll be good to go. So everything we do um, is going to be limited to that space. We're going to really limit the stuff that we do on the rig, um, stuff that you might have to use a squat rack for for a while, um, and really try to keep everybody in that in that area. And then you'll come in class. You'll be in your area the whole time. You'll do your mobility there. You'll you'll do your warm up. You know all that type of stuff will be done there. Do the workout, cool down. We'll also have um, cleaning uh, cleaning supplies there. So we'll have the spray bottle with the cleaning solution, and we'll have um, a rag for you, a fresh rag for you to use to clean, wipe everything down when you're done. Um, and then a, uh, a basket for you to throw your rag in when you're done. And then we'll replenish it for the next class. So, um, all the equipment will be freshly clean for at the start of each class. Um, everybody will have their own space to work out in, which is social distance from everybody else. 
um, you perform your workout in there and then you're done. You know, we'll still do the breakdown, but we'll do, you know, the, what, what is the Wi-Fi breakdown? So, uh, from a distance. Are and you then, still, Oh, sorry, go ahead. Yeah. And then, and then you'll be done. So you'll be able to come in and get all your stuff done in a safe, safe distance for everybody else. And then, and then move on with your day. Now we're still continuing to do, to do the at home workouts. And I think that's something that we're going to um, continue. Well, we're definitely going to continue to do this going forward and just provide at home variations to the daily workout because people travel, you know, a lot. Sometimes people can't make it to the gym or whatever. Um, and instead of them having to go and look for an at home workout online or whatever, um, they can just look on SugarWad and have that option available to them. And, you know, there's going to be some people who are just not ready to come to the gym and that's fine. We still want to accommodate them and, and provide a way for them to be able to get a workout in and be a part of what we're doing. Um, and so, so we're going to continue to provide at home workouts, um, on SugarWad um, going forward. So people can still continue to do that. So it sounds like the majority of your plan, um, the, you've tried to absorb as much of the inconvenience as possible and put that onto the staff. So uh, a coach, I'm just thinking about the typical day inside of one of our boxes, the turnaround from one class to the next can, can get pretty tight. So um, it seems like that coach is going to have to really be moving to accommodate all the people that are trying to get out and get back in. Oh yeah, absolutely. And the classes are going to be a little bit shorter just because of that. We're going to have to get everything set up for the next state uh, time. We're going to have time for, you know, cleaning everything at the end um, for the coach to reset everything you know, we're going to have to do a deep clean a lot throughout the day. We're going to have to be doing a lot of laundry, all that type of stuff. So it's going to be extra work on the coaches. It's going to be extra work, you know, doing the extra programming and all that type of stuff. But, you know, the, the coach is going to, the coaches are going to be taking on all that. The coach, we're trying to make it as convenient as possible um, for our members. All that we're asking of them is that they register for class um, beforehand. And then all they got to do is show up, go to their spot, and then, um, do the workout and then, you know, you know, leave. And then, every, you know, the coaches will take care of everything else. That's awesome, man. I, I mean, that's the kind of the coyote way anyway. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it does make it a little bit easier for me to think, all right, everybody's doing their part up there. I'm going to do my part, open this uh, Zen planner app and say when I'm going to be at the gym, you know, and then also to kind of be aware. I mean, this is a lot about awareness. If we've got 10 people in there, and everybody wants to be social and they're all standing in their squares. So we got 10 more people that are trying to get in. Right. You know, I'm pretty excited to see though, the way that everybody helps each other, all that kind of stuff already happens throughout all of our boxes, but just to take it to the next level, that's going to be a cool part of the, we say Coyote family all the time, but that's going to be a cool part of the, the family dynamic to see emerge here. You know, I just had an idea too. You said everybody's going to want to come in and be social. Maybe we can set up like a social after work workout space outside <laughs> socially <laughs> distance, like 10 stations for everybody to stand in so they can still talk to each other. And it's safe. Yes, that's right. The coaches will put out all of your uh, protein. Or, yeah, that's right. <laughs> Place so your you just, order. It'll be delivered to you. Yeah, so you can have stages. So on the way back out to your vehicle, you can stop at the social grid of 10 boxes. <laughs> that's right. Yeah, social grid, retail grid. <laughs> 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 that's amazing so i mean i'm i expected nothing less but you guys have really thought this out pretty clearly and i know you will be sending this information out via uh-huh. email probably have some social media posts about it so everybody can be really informed are there are there still going to be live streams hunter or is it just strictly at home workouts are available um, on we're, we're 
you know, we haven't talked about that. Um, I've thought about a couple of different ways we could do it. Um, I don't think we'll do the live stream where um, the coach is doing it and doing the workout with you, but we might just live stream class so people yeah. can still um, feel like they're a part and like do, you know, a different class at each location throughout the day. Um, so people can get in and, and, and watch that. And all the coach is going to have to do for that is set their phone up um, before class. So that wouldn't be too hard of a, for us to do. And then that actually be pretty cool. So people could feel like they're still in class, even if they're at home. Yeah. Yeah. I love that idea. Let's, let's give one more thing for the coach to do before class. Starts. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> Hit a button. Oh, yeah. You yeah, got to clean so, all the stuff up and then set your phone up. Yeah, that's right. We, we believe in everyone, but I'll tell you the percentage of belief I have in Caleb is just slightly less. <laughs> it's wise. You can't even set his microphone upright on Zoom call. Then it, I mean, we're, we're, we're doomed for this. Really? He totally got demoted. I mean, everybody should notice he's not here today. So, <laughs> <laughs> so uh, all right, great, man. Well, those reopen procedures seem very, uh, no pun intended, but seem very clean, pretty easy to accomplish. And, uh, I know everyone's excited about them and we should say, cause I fall into this camp as well. Uh, I would love to be there on May 11th, but because I have some, uh, immune system issues, I'm going to space it out just a little bit longer. I'm not yeah. going to be those, one of those first guys there. And, uh, that's okay too. I hope, I mean, we're not going to, you're not going to have a name list of names on the whiteboard. Like these are people about their fitness, right? Right, and then no. he gets taken down from the veteran. Yeah, yeah. Sorry, you're out of here, buddy. No, and, and that's what we expect. I'm sure the first couple of weeks, you know, attendance will be smaller. I, you know, I think some people have expressed concern about the 10 um, class person limit to class, but I really don't think that that's going to be an issue at the start because I think a lot of people are going to be kind of feeling it out, dip, maybe dipping their toe in the water or whatever, and uh, kind of seeing what happens. And then um, as we get going, you know, a month or two down the road, I think think things will will start picking up. But it's going to be a gradual process. Well, I can tell you this: I did a uh, I did a squat clean that was fifty five pounds below my one rep max the other day, and I almost had to call an ambulance because <laughs> I was like I was stuck under the bar and could not stand yeah. up. So yeah. it's it's going to be a rough transition back, especially with that uh, working out with with the heavier load. But everybody's so eager, like. You just want to go ahead and get those first couple workouts over. Yeah, and that's another good point too, as far as what the program is going to look like. It's going to be, um, it's going to be a little bit more uh, scaled down than than typical program because you know everybody's been working out at home for for two months now, and so we're not going to just throw people to the wolves when they're coming back. We're going to kind of ease back into it. We're not going to be going super heavy. We're not going to be doing a ton of reps. It's kind of let's get let's start ease back into what we're doing. Um, get everybody back into where they were. And, you know, this is almost like, it's almost like coming back from a time off. It's not, if you've been working out at home, but it's close. So you got to look at it as this is going to be, it's going to take me 15 or 20 um, class workouts to get back to kind of where I was um, before all this started. So keep that in mind for people when you're coming in, if you're coming in five days a week, it's probably going to be three or four weeks um, before you really feel like you're back to where you were. So that's going to be, you know, part of the program as well. We're not going to be um, coming back in and going straight into a one rep max back squat or anything like that. Um, it's going to be all this, you know, we, we're fully aware of where everybody is and their fitness and what's going on. And we're going to take that into the count as we, as we kind of ease back into it. I love it. I'm going to double it too. I'm giving myself six weeks. 
There you go. Well, if you, so, yeah. And, and it's not, it's not like it's, it's, you know, there's no, we always talk about this all the time. There's no destination to fitness. You know, it's not like you arrive at your fitness destination and then you're done. You know, it's constant. It's a constant thing. And so, you know, looking back 10 years from now, if it takes you four weeks or eight weeks or 12 weeks to get back to where you were, it really doesn't make a difference. Yeah, that's uh, that's good advice. But it does have to start with the the journey of a million miles starts with one step, right, Chase? That's, that's right. Yeah. <laughs> that's what I always say. That's what I always say. <laughs> All right, so it feels like it's time to transition to our next segment, uh, which I'm outside. That's hard to do on Zoom. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Hunter, go for it. It's your turn. Outside the box. Ooh. Quarantine edition. Quarantine. <laughs> <laughs> all right i actually and i have to say this for our listening audience i'm actually prepared yeah i'm prepared for our, for our outside the box which that normally looks like sermon notes to me ben uh, <laughs> yeah actually it is it is the reverse side of the 2020 census for, oh that, frequently asked questions oh i already yes. mailed mine have you guys mailed yours yet i haven't you mailed i haven't got you mine. mailed yours what are you 106 what are you at you D-Day? can do it online yeah <laughs> Well, we it came in the mail and I just had to check a couple boxes and put it back in the mail. So that was pretty easy for me. There you Married, go. Two dogs. That's right. That's right. <laughs> Done. Send me my money. All right. So what we're discussing on outside the box. No. no. <laughs> <laughs> I was about to say, that'd be pretty cool. <laughs> the government's sending money for everything right now. Though, I haven't so. even gotten my first stimulus. Check. I haven't either. Are you serious? Ridiculous. Yeah, no. man. That's that thing's been in the bank at my house. Did Seriously. you get direct deposit on yours? Yeah. Oh, I don't have direct deposits. Uh, Well, the way that it worked for us is uh, it seemed like this is how it worked. I had direct deposit already for my tax refund. So they just like, bam, they put it. Yeah. I don't, I don't get refund. I get, I have to pay. You pay in. Yeah. So so I think uh, that's why, but neither my wife or I have gotten ours yet. So um, excited for that to hit. (laughs) Yeah. Right, it's getting slim over at the Owen House. We'll get we'll get the uh, we'll get our stimulus money when everything's open back up. So it'll be like just a, like a bonus or something. Yeah, no <laughs> doubt. All right, so this is a good uh, segue. Although Chase and I have made a commitment, we don't do segues on our podcast. Oh, all of them? I thought it was just the one. No, all of them. One. Oh, okay. All, 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 <laughs> uh, we're up to three now. Three. It's a, no. It grows every week. Yeah, three. Oh. But we've planned even more. So. Because uh, we have nothing else to do, apparently. So this segment of the podcast, we're talking about the top three things post-quarantine that we're looking forward to personally. Top and three you things. And can't, you can't just say, I want to hang out with people. We all um, do. Yeah, yeah. And Even if, the introverts. If you do say something that's people-related, it needs to be very specific and to yep. your taste. Yeah. Yep. Example, so I, I want to go to – this is a fake example. I want to go to IHOP with Of course that would my be fake. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, because if you're going to a breakfast place, it would be Waffle House beyond a shadow of a doubt. Yeah. Yes. Okay. How many times have you been to Raising Cane's on a weekly basis? Since quarantine? Yeah. I've only had Cane's once since uh, this all hit. Really? Wow. Well, I was I was a big proponent of uh, not having anyone else touch my food. Oh. So we've been cooking at home a whole lot. Wow. Mm-hmm. I have uh, literally during quarantine, I've driven up to t- uh, two places and I've seen people inside of those places preparing food without gloves. Yep, I'm like, and I said, nope. 
I literally just leave. I'm like, if you're that dumb, there's no telling what else you've been doing with that food. <laughs> it wiped um, off the sneezy just I mean, did on your the, chicken dinners. The, the crazy thing about all this is like Walmart, Home Depot, Lowe's, Kroger, those places are open. People are, yeah, they're wearing gloves, but they're all touching the same credit card machines. You know, they're all, <laughs> they're yes. all those. Uh, no. Like, it's just, I mean, it's crazy. Anyways, I'm not getting into that. Yeah, let's not let's not get on that soapbox. Because no, let's roast everybody. <laughs> there is there's no rationale for what is essential, what is allowed, what isn't allowed. It's like right. it totally feels like whoever has the the most active lobbyist in Washington has oh, been yeah. allowed to stay open. There's no doubt about that. Yeah. So, um, all right. So, I guess we just settled that. That was a mini segment within the segment. So, That's how right. are we going to do this? We're going to go in the rounds or the top three all together. So, our rule is if we have three, three we do the circles. rounds. Yeah, three to the rounds. All right, so Chase, you're first. I'm first. So start yes. at number three. Sure. Uh, number three for me. Uh, I'm sorry to be that guy, but dang it, I missed it. I'm ready to go back to church because it, mm. it's a, it's the easiest way for me to see all of my friends in one spot, you know, and it's in a wholesome environment, which you know I'm all about. I'm the wholesome guy on this podcast. Singing uh, Full House, talking about church. <laughs> I'm the most <laughs> 90s gooder. guy here. Except that's not true at all. Uh, but uh, yeah, uh, being that guy, I think I am the most. I'm very excited about that. It's definitely top three for me. That makes sense to me. I was uh, sharing with some friends on a Zoom call the other day. I, I'm already a pretty bad friend as far as like that. Yeah. getting in touch with people and hearing from people. So I really depend on, I know I'm going to see these people every week at church. I know I'm going to see these people at least four days a week at the gym. And since that hasn't been happening, I'm like just not talking to them. Mm. It just, that's just my rhythm. So I, I would echo that, that that's not my number three, but I'm not going to judge you because it feels churchy. It's not even churchy. It is. It's literally just church. <laughs> the most churchy you can get. Okay, so I'm next. I'm next in the Zoom grid here. So I'll go I think, next. Are we all the same? Hunter, are you on the bottom? No, of yours? I'm on the far left. Oh, that's crazy. Where are you on Chase, yours, Ben? And then Ben. I'm on the top right. I'm on the top right. Uh, get out. Uh, crazy. Get out. Okay, so I'll go next anyway. So my number three. This is going to feel like, and of course, but it's. I've realized how important it is to me. I am most looking forward to shaking someone's hand and giving them a hug. <laughs> because I've, I've realized I'm a hugger. I mean, I'm like, I'm going to shake somebody's hand and I'm the guy that like takes the handshake and does the awkward. You did the pull. old man pull. Yeah. Yeah. The, the pull in convert like, okay, we're shaking. Oh, now we're hugging. Okay, great. <clears throat> so I'm really, have you chosen who your victim is? No, not yet. I mean, it's just going to be the unfortunate soul that walks into the public <laughs> place, but like, I'm going to be the guy that like their grids and I will stop somebody before we get to the grids at the gym. And I'm like, come on, man. Give me a hug. <laughs> Give me a hug. Uh, so I'm really looking forward to that. But I don't know when that's going to happen. Like, when will I have the confidence to be able to do that? But uh, I've seen a few people have have come by my house during quarantine. They get out, they get on the driveway, and we're both like, we would normally shake hands, but we're not going to do that now. I hate that. I'm looking forward to that lifting. Mm. Uh, so my, my number one is – but I'm not going to use it in this, in this countdown, but it's definitely just being and be able to be back in the gym. I'm like Chase, like that's, that's my social time. I just love, you know, seeing people throughout the day, catching up with everybody. That's where I see, you know, most of the people that I, that I talk to most of the time in my life. So I'm really looking forward to just getting back in there and getting around everybody and catching up with everything. 
Um, so that's what I'm looking forward to the most for sure. But um, for this, for this number three for me is, is going to be definitely just being able to go out to eat um, just going out to eat on like a Friday night or Saturday night and sitting down and um, having some good food. Um, it's always fun. I'm really looking forward to going to eat at mud bugs and having some crawfish from there. I've had, had crawfish a couple of times this year, but this time of year, like the weather starts getting nice. I love sitting outside eating crawfish, listening to music and um, really missing that. So uh, number three is just going out to eat for sure. That's a solid, that's a solid number three. Yeah. Uh, coincidentally, my number two, uh, but my, mine's pretty specific. Uh, there's a guy that I work with uh, named Austin Roberts. I think all three of us know him. I know at least Ben does. Um, but he, his wife and he, and then my wife and myself, we all really love saltine out in Fondren. Oh and yeah. Like we since this thing happened, we've been talking about how like one of the very first things we're gonna do is pack up and go to Saltine whenever it's uh, officially safe and there's you won't have any doubts in your head while you're sitting down in there, you know. Shout out to David Kahn. He's a friend of ours. Yeah. That guy runs a solid restaurant, right? Yes, he does. That's a really good, uh really good food there. Yeah. So I I think like this makes sense that they would all be very similar, but um my number my number two was also uh, dinner, but specifically with my wife, without my children. That's what I'm. <laughs> that's what I'm looking forward to. Uh, Cammy and I go out to eat sporadically, but we've realized over these two months, the times when we go, they are like, we really need to do this. So yeah. we have a couple of top spots. I don't know that we've we've picked exactly where we want to land yet, but we did try out uh, Kate. Uh, yeah, talked about right that. before quarantine hit and i'm like man this is a pretty cool place i, I might want to come back here so it's really good our, yeah that may be the our first burger is incredible yeah that was, speaking of by the way we should say this i know we knock steven all the time but that guy's like helped us scratch the itch swinging by that food <laughs> truck and yeah, it's like yeah, okay yeah. we did not cook this and it tastes amazing and whatever on whatever is on these fries is pretty fantastic. I don't know if it's Lowry's or something, but it's like your entire sodium intake for three weeks is on one French fry. That's what you need during quarantine. So food trucks have been a have been a lifesaver. I've been there a lot. We've had food trucks come to our neighborhood, uh, so that's been pretty cool. Yeah. So, but but having that experience where you can sit down in a restaurant with the person that you love, have an incredible dinner have other have somebody else serve you and you know those people are going to be fired up to be back at work oh absolutely i think the restaurant experience is going to be pretty cool so that's that's definitely my number two. Oh yeah is it my turn yeah. yeah uh my my number two is going to be um this uh this uh, this is like more of like a you know we don't live close to one but just go into the beach um going to the beach laying out laying in the sun getting in the water drinking a Drinking a, a, a cold brewski, getting healed by Mother Nature. <laughs> Six packs of soda. <laughs> yeah. You guys ever seen that American Gladiators interview from Malibu? Yes, I watched it at Cody. <laughs> I said that I hadn't seen it, and like five people pulled their phone out, and they're like, "You have to watch it now." <laughs> getting healed by Mother. You know, you got if you've never watched uh, watched it, go on YouTube and type in Malibu American Gladiators interview, and it's it's really funny. But just I love that show, by the way. Oh yeah. Uh, it was, uh, Oh, it was a great show. I used to watch it all the time. Uh, but just being out, you know, this, I love this time of year when the sun, you know, the weather's changing and it's, it's beautiful outside, just being outside, being in the sun, um, really being in the sun outside anywhere around a group of people 
um, in the park or at the lake or at the pool or whatever, but uh, the beach is my favorite. So all, all of those places, I'm really looking forward to doing that again. You know, we, um, we've talked about this inside of our organization as well that, and there may be something to it. Isn't there a, aren't there a couple of outdoor workouts that Coyote does every year already? Uh, uh, yeah, we, yeah, we go to like, uh, reunion beach, uh, mm-hmm. we've done that a couple of times. Yeah. That'd be cool to pull one of those out for sure. Yeah. We've talked about doing something like once, once everything's all clear, having like a big, uh, outside workout and having like some, some food and hanging out afterwards. So I think, yeah, we're definitely planning on doing that when all this is over with. That'd be awesome. Nobody tell Caleb though. TBD, <laughs> whether he's going to get an invite. Here's my Caleb impression. Yeah, guys, we're excited to be here. Uh, it's like, oh my God. I should learn how to use technology. Is it my turn? Yeah. Number one, number one. Number right. one. My number one. All right, my number one is, uh, if not this, then this kind of statement. Mm-hmm. Um, because it depends on when it can happen, whether it's in season or not. But speaking of crawfish hunter, uh, Ben and I have a, 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 probably a better friend for me, but a decent friend for Ben, uh, Owen Terry. He, uh, for the first time in his life, he cooked crawfish last year. And to date, it's still the best crawfish I've ever had in my life. And totally makes sense for that guy. I know he nailed it. And we were supposed to have round two this year, uh, this month, I think. And it has just not been plausible. Um, so I'm hoping that, uh, there will be an opportunity for our friend group to uh, go to the Terry household um, at some point before crawfish goes out of season and uh, experience the uh, the sophomore session of his uh, his incredible blend. Uh, but if I can't do that, then just uh, in general, I just want to go to somebody's house and have our whole friend group over there eating something because eas- easily a top 10 thing I like to do is, is uh, large group gatherings at people's houses. Feels like uh, you're setting Owen up for the sophomore slump. What do you mean? Like uh, he did. Oh, it, like, oh, yeah, yeah, he's yeah. <laughs> That's not fair. Because but you know he's going to be like, I'll just, I'll just change this just a little bit, and then you'll be so disappointed. Yeah, it's all right though, because it'll be the only crawfish I have all year, and it'll be the best crawfish I have all year. Nothing so to compare to. You know what I think? Guaranteed to win. Really interesting is my number one follows along that same line. I've never done this before, and my wife and I were talking about having this sort of event at Christmas, but I think to wait that long would be really unwise. I am most looking forward to having the entire our entire staff over at my house for a dinner to have everybody in one place because I've realized, full disclosure, I've realized uh, in our time where we've had to be separated, like, man, I really love these people more than I thought, <laughs> you know? Um, so I, I'm looking forward to having everyone over, putting some, putting something on, on the green egg, having a great dinner and just all being together and not being afraid being together. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm, I'm really trying to figure out how to get that rolling and talking to my wife about it. So I don't know exactly when it's going to be, but we're going to have our entire uh, church staff over to our house, which you know, because our house is so huge, that'll be amazing. You know? <laughs> yeah, so I was just thinking. We're, We're all going to have to be outside. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> so that's my number one. Those are solid ones. My number one is um, sports. I'm just looking forward to being able to turn on the TV and watch sports again. I feel that. And just following it, like looking and seeing, checking the scores out, seeing who's playing well, you know, having something to talk about. Um, it's you, know, you don't realize how much you – uh, how much a part of your life it is until 
um, until it's gone. You know, when I was a kid, I, every Saturday morning I used to get up and watch Sports Center like the same one like three or four times in a row. And I would be watching all the NCAA March Madness. And, you know, it didn't matter what sport, I was even watching hockey. Um, so I just love it. And uh, yeah, it's something that, that I really miss. And I really hope it, it gets back soon. I really hope the, you know, the NBA can start back and maybe we can jump into the playoffs and baseball can start back. And then um, I'm, just, I'm just really looking forward to um, football season starting up and hopefully everything's back to normal by then. And we can start, you know, get, getting excited about it. So um, I'm, I know they pushed the Olympics back till next year, um, but I'm just looking forward to, uh, to being able to watch sports again. You know what they should do? We can't. We didn't get to have March Madness this this year, so they should take the entire NBA and do a yeah, do a March full Madness. a full bracket with every team. I heard somebody talk about that, and I think they actually talked about doing something like that. That would be really cool. A once in a lifetime thing that we get yeah, to see this year. Yeah, Man. some type of March Madness. Uh, I don't think you know they might do like a best of three or best of five. You would, yeah, I, early sessions would yeah, have to be. I don't think they would do to like one game just because. They make so much money off each game, so they probably want to get as many games as they can. Yeah. Um, but I just, you know, I really hope they bring the season back pretty soon. I think they will. I, you know, they just they'd lose too much money if they didn't have the playoffs. But yeah, and they'd yeah. probably make more money than they've ever made if they. Oh my god! I mean, the like the Michael Jordan documentary is like the highest ratings of any documentary ever. Yeah, so, like so, so many things that have come out this year have been so skewed because, like, yeah. literally everyone has to, has time yeah, to watch yeah. everything. It's like every new show that comes out on Netflix is like, like the most popular show of the year, and, and then two weeks later, it's it's the newest, it, it's the new one that's the most popular of the year. So everybody's got so much time on their hands. Like the first sports event that happens is going to be probably like maybe the most watched sports event in history. Nas- NASCAR is about to kill it. <laughs> I'll tell you what I'm extremely terrified of, and I heard rumors of this. I don't know if they're true, but the NFL or the SEC, college football, they have to play these with no one in the stadium. Mm-mm. Have you guys heard that rumor? I don't, I don't think that's going to happen. I mean, I can't even imagine. It, it would be like a practice game every yeah. Saturday for every – I don't even know. It would just be know. spring training for – Yeah, how would the athletes even get to the level of performance they would need they to? They would you couldn't it's impossible they feed off the crowd so much and especially in college like they're not professionals they're not getting paid for it yeah they're not disciplined either to just yeah they're gonna feed off of it way more than a pro athlete would yeah but if you think about the dramatic swing like we're we're on a podcast right now in in the month of may and we're talking about by august we're going to be able to get uh, you know, a couple thousand people together. I don't know. That's a big swing. Yeah. Things, things happen really fast though. Like, I mean, two months ago we were, you know, was March 2nd and we weren't even barely even talking about this. So a lot can change in two months, two months would be July set, you know, two months is 4th of July and we're still not even close to football season. So I think a lot can happen by then. Yeah. Well, let's hope so. Yeah. So now we got to transition into uh, one of my favorite parts, which turned into one of my favorite parts of the episode, which is the recommends. Well, and you only got three parts to choose from. I, I will say, <laughs> it had a 33% chance of being. Chance. <laughs> we had a 20% chance of this uh, being my favorite. So this is incredibly relevant these days, though, because as we just as we just said, the question is: Would a show like Tiger King be as popular as it has been if people actually had a life? Yeah, I was talking right? about. I was I mentioned Austin earlier. He and I were talking about that. Like Tiger King's a good documentary, 
but it is not record-breaking documentary material. It's just it it dawned in the perfect moment, you know. <laughs> it had its it peaked at the exact right time. Yes. And yeah, I get it. So I actually have a recommend. Do you guys have one? I mean, people yeah. are desperate for these. Yeah, I got one. Uh, okay, go so ahead, I'm. I'm going to go first because this is one I've, I've already recommended to a lot of people, even my own mother. Okay. Mm. So mm. Uh, my mom's into this kind of stuff, but a couple of years ago, NPR just broke new ground with a, a podcast called serial. Yep. And they came out, came out of the gate strong with the murder mystery and everything just worked. And I believe they talked about it for actually two seasons, if I remember correctly. Uh, but I was glued to these episodes and I'm a podcast guy anyway, obviously. Uh, but I'm sitting on my couch a couple of days ago and I realized, oh my gosh, it, it's not the name of the serial, but HBO has done a documentary called The Case of Adnan Saeed. And it's incredible if you've listened to the podcast, because then you're able to put faces to all these voices that you listen to all that time and kind of weave the story together. You get to see where the crime actually happened, uh, video footage of the high school. It's pretty amazing. But if you haven't listened to the podcast, you can actually start with the documentary and then you can fill in some of the gaps with the podcast. So I think it's the perfect like quarantine content in that if you've already, um, been a part of the podcast and you can watch this and it's cool. You can watch this and then you're like, Oh my gosh, I have to know more about it. Well, you've got two seasons of a podcast you can listen to. So I cannot highly recommend. And, and by the way, I don't know that I've ever said this uh, statement in my life around other things, but HBO did an incredible job recognizing that the world had probably heard the story already and they're going to say more things about it. I was incredibly impressed by the way that they um, were able to weave the storyline together in a way that it was still interesting. So great job, HBO. I would suggest if you have some free time after you listen to all the backlog of the Coyote Fitness Podcast episodes, then you pick up with the case of Adnan Saeed. Listen, if, if you have missed a single one, you go back and listen to it. And that's if right. you listen to them all, you listen to them again. That's right. <laughs> so that's my recommend, my strong recommend for the episode. My recommend is not for the faint of heart. If mm. um, this is a this is a dense read, not a dense, but just a long read. It's called The Power Broker. Um, it's bought, it's a a biography of Robert Moses. You guys know who that was. Um, Edward Norton just came out with a movie about him last year, but um, the book is by Robert Caro, and uh, he uh, Robert Moses was this uh, guy who um, rose to power in New York. He was never elected. He was always appointed official, but he became, he was, ended up being like behind the scenes, pulling all kinds of strings. Um, and it's just his biography and how he got to, to, to where he was, but he was a parks uh, developer and he is responsible for many of the parks in New York city and state and uh, bridges and um, all kinds of stuff he did there. But um, it's just really fascinating story of him. And he goes from like this guy who's just up and coming, trying to make it, it's all of a sudden this, this power hungry, um, manipulative person who figured out how to get things done. Um, and just really, um, just started being incredibly corrupt, um, in a city that was already extremely corrupt. So it was really, really um, fascinating book, very well written, but it's, it's over a thousand pages. So, um, if you're not, um, into reading long books and something that you can take a long time on, um, I would skip it. But if you do like a good biography, which, I love biographies. They're becoming my favorite genre. Um, this is one of the best ones ever written. So it's called The Power Broker. I think I listened to a podcast uh, Ed Norton was on 
um, with, is it Tim Ferriss? Yeah. Yeah. I think I listened to him talk about adopting that role and mm-hmm. um, how crazy it was to get into this guy's mindset and all that. Yeah. So if, if, if Edward Norton is saying that, it must have been a challenge. I'm looking yeah. forward to the movie, I think. So I, so I can skip the thousand page book and watch a movie? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Probably so. Okay. Deal. Deal. Is it my turn? Yeah. Yes. All right. I have one. Oh, gonna, yeah. I do. Uh, there's, a, there's a podcast slash TV show. Uh, I listen to the podcast because uh, I, I just like it more. But there's a podcast called Off Camera with Sam Jones. He's a, um, he's a photographer that's like, uh, very active in like the, the Hollywood scene and stuff like that. Like he, he, he shoots for all kinds of magazines and newspapers and websites and stuff like that. Uh, but what he does is he gets these, uh, actors and actresses that we all know and love and brings them on to his podcast and like, uh gets like their backstory and stuff like that he gets like their motivation he gets like you know how do they get into that mindset of like creativity and stuff like that and it's not like it sounds like it could be super pretentious but it's actually uh, a super fun listen uh because one it kind of humanizes these people that we tend to lift up on a pedestal anyway um but there's a lot of interesting stuff said like you know jeff bridges is exactly as interesting as you think he would be uh, so if you want to start with an episode, start there, but it's a super easy listen. Uh, they're not, they're not really that long. Um, and they're fun. You should listen to them. It sounds like an intelligent version of hot ones. Yes. It less wings. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I will say hot ones has better questions, but, uh, this one has is more introspective feels to it. That guy could have a career in journalism. There's no doubt about it. I mean, his questions are unbelievable. I watched the one with Ashton Kutcher. I think you recommended that at one point. It's, it's top five. I'm like, man, this is the guy that was literally smoking weed on a TV show. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, yeah. And now now he's changing the world. That guy's brilliant. Yeah. Maybe I just stumbled on another recommend. There you go. Yeah. You got, yeah, you got if another you, If one you too. haven't watched Hot Ones by now, you should really start. <laughs> you should really catch up with the world. Yeah. <laughs> start with Paul. Okay. Rudd. So here's our final recommend. We recommend Ever? that you know. No. Oh. Let, let me get there. Oh. My final recommend rolling out of quarantine is that you sign up for one of those classes on May 11th and we will see you there. That's right. Boom. smooth sounds.